This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 362, we've got a new way to listen to the show. We're going to talk about looking at your trends and how Karen's breaking of her legs gave her inspiration. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And last week, I mentioned how my superhero activity had uh, taken a, a little bit of a back seat. I'm back on track. I'm down 0.4 pounds. And the cool thing about this week is at one point, I was down to 216.3. I'm up a little bit from that. I'm at 216. Point five, but for the most part, I've been 216 something all week. And this is where tracking your weight over time really comes in handy. Uh, if I look at my monthly total here, um, you know, I was way up over 218. If I go back further than that. And so what I'm noticing, you know, weight loss is not, it's simple, but it's not easy. And I remember when I was like 223, down to 220, back up to 223, down to 220. Then I finally got to 219, then back up to 221, then back to 219, and then it was down to 218. And so it's it's the trend that you're kind of looking at. And I've mentioned before, there's a, a cool little app called Happy Scale. The only down thing about it is you have to manually put in your weight, but it shows me right now that I'm currently losing 0.36 pounds uh, a week. My goal is 1.25, so I'm nowhere near my goal. But and overall, I'm losing 0.23 pounds a week. So I'm basically losing a pound a month, which is not great. But I will take it that it is a loss. And so today, uh, what I did was I, uh, again, this is something I've been doing. I got home from church. I'm recording this on a Sunday. And I thought all these things I wanted to do on the computer. And I was like, nope, you come first. So it's a beautiful day out in Ohio. I grabbed my bike and I went out and I biked almost 10 miles. And then later I did the stuff on the computer. But when I would take a break, I'd walk around the block. And by the end of the day, I got uh, my 10,000 steps in plus 45 minutes on the bike And so I'm really set up 
to keep things going in the right direction because I put my body first. And this is where, again, so many times we think, oh, we don't have enough time to do this and that. And when you put in the exercise first and you go, wow, before I had, who knows, whatever, five hours to do something and now you only have three, you still get it done. You still get it done. I was listening to somebody on a parenting podcast. I don't have any kids, but they said, when you have kids, you think, oh, I'm never going to have time to do any of this stuff. And they said, because your, your kids come first. And they said, what happens is when you actually do have free time and the kids are at school or whatever's going on, they say, you just kick butt and you are super focused and you get the stuff done because you have to take advantage of the free time. And I think that's some of it. We just don't think, we think we don't have any time for exercise, but we do. So I thought I would share, I found a story. This is from Spark People. It's a website I used to use many, many moons ago until it just got completely out of control with all the advertisements. But uh, this is about a woman named Karen who turned her life around. I like these kind of stories. And uh, she was close to 300 pounds. And Karen discovered this in the fall of 2010 when she was in an accident that left her in a wheelchair with two broken legs. Can you imagine that? I can't imagine just the fact, well, no driving. Sorry. Uh, She says her aha moment came in the doctor's office shortly after the accident when her physician looked at Karen's chart, looked her in the eye and said, you do know that you're obese, right? Uh, This means your recovery won't be easy. And she was determined to prove him wrong. So over the, over the next year, it says Karen underwent several surgeries to repair her damaged leg and foot. Following that, there were two years. Can we just stop right there? So many times we read things and they just kind of gloss over two years of physical therapy to regain her strength. Uh, It says then in 2011, during the recovery process, she started using, of course, Spark People to track her weight loss journey. And this is where, again, uh, I'm a big fan of my fitness pal. You can do this in Fitbit. Fitbit's free. If you've got one of the devices, uh, it's even better. She says, at first, I blame my weight increase on being in a wheelchair uh, or in a walker or crutches or a cane. She goes, but that was just an excuse I was telling myself. I needed to learn how to eat to nourish my body and how to track macronutrients. I hate that word. And uh, she says, given that she was still recovering, her exercise program started slowly, which was things like walking uh, both in the pool and outside. And she says, just that simple action, the ability to walk seemed like a gift. And as she got stronger, she started cycling on bike paths. That's actually what I did today gardening, and also continued with her physical therapy exercises to avoid injury. And as the weight started to come off, her confidence began to grow. So remember, we talked about this a couple episodes again. We think we have to have the motivation to make a move. And it's actually the opposite. When you start something and you see it start to work, that gives you the motivation to keep going. It says she surprised herself by turning participating in some local 5k and 8k races as a speed walker. And she says, I came in the last place uh, for the 8k and for many that would have been devastating, but not for me. I was just so grateful to walk to my surprise. Many of the season runners waited for me to cross the finish line to cheer me on. And all of this unfolded right here, of course, on spark people. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of spark people 
you know, yay spark people in this article. She says, after losing more than a hundred pounds. Okay. There's one of those words again. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm, I've lost. Maybe I'm coming up on 10, a hundred pounds. That's amazing. Says her weight fluctuated for several years as she faced other personal challenges. So here we go again. It's what I'm doing right now. I'm just glad that I'm fluctuating at lower numbers, but the numbers are still going down very slowly, but they're going down. She says in caring for a husband who was a heart disease patient and her aging parents, it was all too easy to put herself on the back burner. Isn't that what we all do? And I think especially for you moms, I'm, uh, I'm being inducted into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame in Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to end my presentation talking about my mom and hope I don't just cry my face off. And I just think about all the times when my mom, my mom had a heart attack. And uh, after her first one, if you can have a good heart attack, she had a good heart attack. But it was funny because we were in our 20s. Uh, and I remember she would still bake us a cake because, well, she always baked us a cake. And I came out one night and she had fallen asleep putting icing on my sister's cake. And she's literally sitting at the kitchen table with a spatula in her hand. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. But that's how moms are. And so she says, uh, after years of fluctuating and regaining, I knew I, I needed to buckle down and educate myself on how to nourish my body and exercise correctly. But most importantly, I needed to learn how to balance a busy family life and rid myself of the excess baggage that would trigger me to eat. And this is where JJ Virgin refers to bad food as the enemy. Don't let the enemy in your house. So for me, I love popcorn. I do. There just isn't any in my house right now. So she says to help deal with the stressors in her life, Karen began blogging. Uh, and again, I love Penzu, P-E-N-Z-U. The journaling helped her to understand what triggered her overeating it wasn't just stress, but also social pressures and the mindset that she can indulge in an excess of unhealthy foods just because she had worked out. Yeah, that is something that I'm finding I, I don't do. I don't know why. When I work out in the morning and I see that calorie, like even today, I look down, I had an 800 calorie deficit. That's awesome. Uh, my goal is usually somewhere between three and 500, but 800 was like, great. But there was a thing in my voice like, hey. You got some money to spend. I'm like, I'm not hungry. So she said through blogging, Karen also learned how to put herself first instead of always trying to take care of others and neglecting her own needs. That doesn't mean she's selfish. A lot of people will read that and go, oh, what a selfish pig. No, realize if you're a mom, by taking care of yourself as somebody who lost his mom when he was 24, when your mom takes care of yourself, that is not selfish. You are making sure you're still going to be around for your kids. She says then in May of 2015, Karen's father passed away suddenly. So she was battling migraines with seizures, holy cow, which led to additional medications that caused Karen again to gain more weight, this time uh, more than 30 pounds. And we could go off on big pharma on how they want us all doped up and all that stuff just seems to ruin our bodies. She says, I was at a low point in my life, embarrassed to admit that I was human and had regained the weight. So she actually quit Spark People. At the time, I was a Spark People motivator, but how could I motivate anyone when I could not motivate myself? Little did Karen know that this setback 
in her journey would actually make her stronger. And this is something you got to realize. You are not defined by your mistakes. You're just not because you're not dead. And there are times when, I mean, I I have two divorces under my belt. And I'm not going to lie when I say probably four times a week, I will wake up and the first thing out of my head is you lied to God. Um, I'm a bit, I hate the word religious, but I, I like God. He's a friend of mine. And for whatever reason, that pops in my head and it makes me want to feel bad. And there, I just go back to other verses in the Bible. It says nothing can separate you from the love of God. But nonetheless, sometimes we've made mistakes and we have regrets. And that sometimes can just, we want to medicate that with food. And that's just not the answer. So she said, after undergoing numerous genetic tests for multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, and a few other devastating diseases, all of which came back uh, negative, which is great. She learned that her body produces too much copper. What? What is she, like a giant penny? A condition that can cause seizures. Well, that's not funny. She eliminated processed food, soda, and unhealthy snacks from her diet, balancing her pH levels, uh, consuming high alkaline vegetables and fruits. So what did she get rid of? This is not a surprise, is it? Soda, processed food, and unhealthy snacks. Again, got to get the enemy out of our house. So in 2017, Karen rejoined, of course, Spark People, at 216 pounds with the goal of tracking her copper intake through food. I've never heard of this before. I tracked every morsel of food consumed with all nutrients. It was a real eye-opener as much uh, as to how much sugar I was consuming daily. So here we go again with sugar. It was then that Karen made decisions that would ultimately change her life to say goodbye to sugar. Her first step was giving up, um, was joining the sugar-free challenge and then reading and rereading all the resource articles on the site. She examined every label of every food product she purchased and entered everything she ate into her nutrition tracker. And again, insert whatever tracker you want to use. I know I track my sugar intake in my fitness pal. She also cut out low-fat foods, realizing that most of them had what? Yeah, sugar. They take out the fat, they put in the sugar. As an example, she said instead of coffee creamer, Karen now uses pre-portioned half and half and only drinks two cups of decaf in the morning. She also stopped buying sugar-filled juices, switching instead to hot and iced tea. Now, for me, that wouldn't work. I can't, when I drink iced tea, it's basically brown sugar. And and anybody want to sing the uh, Rolling Stones, feel free. Uh, But anyway, next Karen started making all of her own condiments with food processors and canning them for later use. That's interesting. She also prepares her own salad dressings. I do that. I love my salad dressing. It's weird. It's uh, extra virgin olive oil. I throw in a little bit of lemon juice and some salt. And that sounds really boring, but it adds enough zip. And then I, I eat romaine lettuce, a lot of romaine. Um, but this is basically by doing that, you end up with good fats. Uh, such as avocado, olive oil, coconut, real butter, and real heavy cream. Um, Other foods on Karen's avoid list include pasta, rice, potatoes, wheat bread. Instead, she bakes gluten-free bread, tortillas, and pizza crust using coconut flour. That's an interesting one. Or almond meal flour. 
Some of her go-to foods include cauliflower, love it, broccoli, big fan. Broccoli rice, that's a little different. Zucchini noodles. Zucchini noodles, I'm not seeing those in the frozen. Like you can get like, they look like spaghetti noodles, but they're zucchinis. Uh, And hash browns with riced cauliflower. She concentrates on healthy food combinations such as lean protein served over a bed of steamed alkaline greens, vegetables, or a salad. She still enjoys desserts, but has learned how to prepare them without adding sugar. She has crustless lemon cheesecake topped with fruit. She's basically natural. Daily sugar intake from high alkaline fruits and vegetables is no more than 28 grams. So I'm going to go to my phone right now. And let's see how I did today. Macros. Uh, I am at 30% carbs, 24% fat, and 50% protein. I ate a lot of protein today. Uh, Let's see. Highest in fat. It doesn't say, I I guess if I go to nutrients or calories here. Here we go. Uh, No. She had 28 grams of sugar. I had 72. Wow. Okay. I can live with that um, for today. But again, this is something, the the less that is, the better I am. She says uh, more than 130 days. So again, 130 days. That's basically, you're closing in on half a year, right? 130 days is uh, 30 times four. Yeah, that's, we're getting in there. She lost 32 more pounds, although she hasn't reached her goal. She sees herself as a work in progress headed down the right path, which is exactly what I was talking about. Uh, You know, sometimes the scale goes up, sometimes it goes down, but as long as it continues to go down in the right direction, she's uh, 56 years old. She leads a healthy, active lifestyle. Each morning she gets up early to stretch and walk on the treadmill, then does a quick session on the rowing machine with the resistant bands. If she's traveling, she also joined a competitive rowing team and enjoys fencing and cycling. In her free time, she volunteers at the Chicago Botanic Gardens in the horticulture department and with veterans in hospice. So she's active without just doing exercise all the time. And after starting back at 216 pounds, she is only 25 pounds from her goal weight of 160 pounds. Her advice to those just starting their healthy journey is to be confident in their pursuit of goals. Don't worry about feeling awkward when you begin a workout program. Everyone is self-conscious. Start with small changes, one at a time. Journal. How many times have we heard this on this program? Journaling and learn to recognize your eating triggers. Yep. So that's, uh, that is something if you're like, what am I supposed to do when I'm hungry? Right? Because some people are like, oh, go exercise. And you're like, eh, it's raining outside. So what am I supposed to do when I feel hungry and I know I'm not hungry and I shouldn't go to the the Refrigerator, what do I do? Journal. It'll take your mind off of it. She says, but most importantly, if you do fail, as I did many times over the years, pick yourself up, back yourself up, start all over again. And she points out that everybody points out a lot, the uh, the Thomas Edison story about how, you know, he took like 8 million tries to get the light bulb right. And somebody said, how does it feel to fail that many times? He goes, I didn't fail. I learned something from every single test. So uh, the other thing I want to point out, if you are new to podcasting, if you go to logicalloss.com slash radio public, again, 
logicalloss.com slash radio public, some sort of new app. And if you listen over there, I think I earn a whopping two cents per download. And uh, if you're new to, it's actually a pretty cool app. You can make kind of a list of different types, kind of like categories. So if you have like a, a bunch of money podcasts and a bunch of comedy podcasts, check it out, logicalloss.com slash radio public. I'm uh, playing with the app myself, but also want to say thanks so much to the logical losers. These are people that are part of our private Facebook group. If you go over to logicallosers.com, that'll take you over to our Patreon page. You can join for as little as two bucks a month. And uh, I'm going to throw this out to you. I I talked to the group and I said, you know, I'm, I, there are times when I'm having a hard time finding what I find is interesting content. And one of the things I would like to do, maybe if you're up for this, do you have a success story? You know, I'm not really what I consider a success story. I, I was at one point, I lost 30 pounds last year, gained a lot of it back, but is something working for you? You could call in your comments. It's 888-563-3228 or just go to logicalloss.com slash contact. If you want, I would love to interview you. That'd be kind of cool. Or if you just want to record something and send it in, that would be fun. Because it's not all about me. It's all about us. And that is one thing, you know, we read so much about journaling. If you can have somebody else help you and support you, that's kind of what's cool about the uh, Logical Losers Facebook group. There's a great place for us to just go, hey, this isn't working or this is what worked for me or how do you feel about this? We're talking about popcorn last week and how I'm still not eating popcorn. But um, I would love to hear from you. Logicalloss.com is our website, our contact information there, the support page, uh, everything is there. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.